The following podcast is a Dear Media production. I used to care so much about portraying a perfect life and acting like everything was okay when really things were far from it. I was secretly struggling with my mental health and wondering if other people were too. That's why I created RealPod. Hi, I'm Victoria Garrick-Brown and every Wednesday I host the types of conversations that most of us only have in therapy. RealPod brings you the heart-to-heart moments we all need to be having and will leave you feeling comforted no matter where you're at in life. So leave the filter at the door because it's time to get real. Tune into RealPod wherever you get your podcasts. Hey girl, hey, welcome back to my weekly podcast, Taste of Taylor. You guys are getting spoiled this week because you had a bonus episode this week on a Tuesday. Uh, It was my interview with Dr. Spencer from Weight Watchers. So make sure to check it out because we answer all your GLP-1 questions, whether you're on them or you're thinking about getting on them. Trust me. Listen, 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 listen. Okay, so it's been a minute since we've had this lovely guest on the podcast, but back she is. I forced her against her will, per usual, in my wife, Taylor Donahue. Hey, honey, hey. Hey, Reet. Hey, Reet. It's Rita's. Rita. It's the Rita's. Okay, so um, we have a lot of ground to cover. It's been a while since you've been on the potty pod. Um, first things first, this could be a really weird pod because someone has their period and it ain't me. I'm not okay. We just had like this like long conversation. Okay, so. I was like blank staring. I should be hospitalized the day before my, my period. No, I absolutely concur. Can we get buy a straight jacket and put you in it and it's, I'll just keep you in the closet upstairs. It's not okay. I think we mentioned it on the Andrew Collin podcast, but I don't know what we really went into it. And honestly, I shouldn't even, I shouldn't even brought it up with Andrew because I should have hard launched it with you. I can't remember if I cut it out or not. Well, neither can I. So here we are. I guess like soft launch, sem- like semi-hard, like a chub launch. <laughs> We're officially chub launching that Taylor Donahue, my wife, my Rita, is managing me. That's right. She is my man, my manier. She's my uh, manager. I am the boss. No, bitch. Oh. Bitch. See, and this is what we were just talking about. <laughs> no, I am the boss. It's my brand. It only took you 10 years to get here. Congratulations, bitch. <laughs> um, no, I mean, listen, let, this, is, this is a great thing to talk about on the podcast. I don't know if there's people listening who work with their significant others, but, oh, Nelly, it is, it's not the easiest thing mm-hmm. in the world, and it doesn't help when you're both girls and someone has her period. I wish we just synced up, because then we could just not, we could schedule it. We and ignore ta- each other for, like, those, one, like, one and a half, 36 hours yes. a month. Every woman I talk to agrees. Like every month I lose my mind. Every month I don't know what's wrong. And every month I am reminded it's because I have a period. Every month. What the hell? What kind of like. There has to be like an app for this. This is like pamnesia. Period and amnesia. It's crazy. Truly. It really is. So anyway, we are in one of those days today. I just said it to you before we jumped on. I was like, oh my God, you're getting your period tomorrow. My eyes go crossed. You are an unwell girl, yeah. let me just say. So well, now I'm aware of it. I would love to hear from people in the comment sections. Have you worked with an SO? 
And how did it work out for you guys? My mom. In the end. My did mom. you stay together? <laughs> yeah. I, I always I always um, refer to Maria Menounos and Kevin Ondegaro, yes. her now husband, because they've worked together for years and years and years and years, and, she, and he's managed her. And her career is incredible, and he's oh managed her. God. And we know Maria and Kevin. I love them. They're fantastic. I mean, they're a wonderful couple to aspire to be. Yeah. Um, the success level, the way that they operate together, all of it. I mean, are you sad we didn't get engaged at Times Square on New Year's Eve? Obviously. And you have been doing it just so everybody knows. Tay has been like moonlighting as a producer, as a manager for a very long time. We just kind of made it official. So Tay is furloughed right now from her tech company. So she has like all this time. And we discussed, of course, like maybe looking into getting another full-time job or doing freelance work. But in the month of November and December of last year, it's like no one's fucking hiring over uh, over those two months. Everybody's like gearing up to be off for the holiday, for holiday. And so Tay was like, why don't I just like put all my weight, throw all my weight behind you, your brand and everything and see how it works out. And so we did for two months. And then on like January 1st, it was like, so you gonna start looking for jobs. And she got like kind of sad and was like, I love doing this. I think I've done a good job. I'm like, no, you've done a great job. I just didn't even think that was on the table. You know what I mean? Do you know what the biggest difference was between pre last November and post last November? What? I answered your emails. Oh, shut up. Get out of here. Oh, literally. You hadn't, you had missed like 15 job opportunities just because you didn't answer your emails. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, so, so surprising. And you were a pivotal part. Honestly, I probably would have missed the Weight Watchers one. For sure. For sure. Oh my God. The, like what it would be like this the, the biggest crime on planet earth Truly. had I missed that so um you came right in the nick of time and then also Tay was able to come out with me for the Weight Watchers collab and like that was like standard procedure like they were like yeah you plus one mm-hmm. that's like what they did which was great so then it kind of like solidified it in my mind you know what I mean like I was like oh right like when your talent you get plus one because you have like an agent or a manager or an assistant or somebody that comes with you that's like very normal. Right. And I was like, wait, this is fucking awesome. You're not used to being catered to by brands. No. And I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. I said to say, I was I like, love it. I was like, if, so we flew first class, thank oh. you, May Watchers. But I was like, it's called business, Rita. Business. The people that fly call it business. God, you're so embarrassing. <laughs> also, when we were on the flight out there, no. so embarrassing. No, no. no, I'm telling everybody. I'm I don't telling. think it's that embarrassing. It's embarrassing. Fine. Basically, they came around, they were taking our orders, which we never got because we were delayed so long, but it, that's neither here nor <gasps> there. That's right. Right. They had like cacio e pepe on the way out there. So basically, they have five options and you can pick three out of five. So they come to Tay and it's like, pick your three. And so Tay picks her three. Very cute. And then she looks at the flight attendant and she's like, and I'll choose dessert later. And, and, and I'll have the dessert. There's only one dessert option. I said, and, and the dessert afterwards. They bring everyone the dessert. How am I supposed to know? So embarrassing. What if someone doesn't want the dessert? That's a waste. Why don't you just throw my finale in their face and tell them we're poor? <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh, there we go. The beery just kicked in. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to cry. Yeah. Are you? No. Are you sure? No. (laughs) (laughs) I love when you laugh like that. Okay. So I feel like the Weight Watchers deal was kind of what solidified this because like when they say, like when models say modeling is hard, that's not true. But when they say that influencing is hard, it's the truth. I am the world's worst influencer, as we know. But now I'm trying to, like, fucking up my game because I want to keep influencing. This shit is fucking amazing. So 
if I did not have you out there to help me execute all of the like deliverables I was, you know, contractually obligated to do, I, I, if you weren't out there, I would have spiraled. Okay. Uh, you spiraled. Well, I know I, I, I spiraled no matter what. And like, this is nothing like Weight Watchers is great. Like everything was amazing. I was just like an emotional wreck. And like, you know, like you have to write, I know this sounds ridiculous, but like you have to write captions and like, I want them to be funny, but also respectful to the brand and then, and like also deliver the information. And then like, I had to do a reel with the voiceover. I don't fucking know how to do that. But Taylor does like, there's so much production that goes into being an influencer. And I don't know if some of these influencers just do it all or if they if everybody has like somebody that helps them like execute but I certainly could not have done it without you so it just really solidified this idea of like no this is meant to be it's the day-to-day so our friends Chris and Zanin were here this weekend yeah and Chris I was telling them this and Chris was like stupid question what's the difference between an agent and a manager okay and i basically said an agent deals with contracts yeah they do like get, like getting the deals, getting deals and and dealing with the contracts the manager deal deals with the day-to-day the day-to-day so making sure everything gets done staying organized responding to who gets needs to get responded to yes the, all the day-to-day stuff, checklist stuff, that's the manager. I've had a manager in the past, but it's been ever since COVID, I didn't have a manager because I w- COVID was rough and deals weren't coming in and giving somebody a percentage of everything that you bring in, it's like a lot when there's not a lot coming in. So we decided just because of COVID to be like done with managing. And it's been though like, I mean, almost since we've lived here, it's almost, almost like five, five years. years since if, I've not, I've been managerless. And if you look at my emails and my texts, if anyone needs a manager, it's literally you. <laughs> I know it's, it's, you have a hard time. You have a hard functioning at like, like Claudia a, said, I have a, a, she had no idea that I was such a chaotic codependent queen. It's not just the world's worst influencer of it all. It's just, it's, it's hard for you, honey. It's so hard. I'm so small. Does it, is, is the manager in charge of like booking your doctor's appointments and doing yes. all the logistical things? Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. Then I'm perfect for My the job. My manager booked me a doctor's appointment. <laughs> no, he did not. Yes, he did. No. Yes, he honey. did. Honey. I this know. is just like life. my old manager picked me up every single day and brought me to Sirius. And that is, again, I did not make him do that. He elected to do that. Would you but- like me to walk you from the top <laughs> of our stairs to our shipping container? Yes, please. I will. Yes, please. So I'm not taking anything away from you doing a great job, but like, it feels weird to be like, my wife is my manager. I think it's cool. You think it's cool? Yeah. Well, listen, you asked for, you 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 chose violence and you asked for this. I just want to be clear because I want to remind you and everybody like that. This is not me being like, make me the epicenter of your world. Like, you know what I mean? Like, no, uh, we, I did not do that because that's a very me thing to do. And no, I just want to dispel that right now. I, for our entire relationship up until now, I've always been like, I don't think like you being the center of everything for both of us is the best idea. But, Hello, but, I know. But... I turned a corner and I don't know exactly why, but I was like, why am I like busting my ass? Busting your ass. Working 10 hours a day and feeling guilty for every single second I'm not working. And then also moonlighting for me on top of it. Exactly. When I have the exact skills that a manager needs and I love you and I know your brand and I know how to grow your your business. And it's like, And we love being together. So it's like, why am I working so hard for somebody else when I can just bring it in the house? It's not working for you. It's working with you. Right. And it's like, put all of our efforts behind this. Right. It's not behind you. It's behind us. It is behind us. And also we both grew up in households. I'm not forgetting it. Oh my God. Period face. (laughs) (laughs) This episode of taste of Taylor is brought to you by eHarmony. 
Finding someone who gets you is hard, right? Well, you're not alone. That's because we're human and there's a lot of different people out there, which is why eHarmony's personality-based dating app helps you find someone you can be your whole self with, someone you can be fully comfortable with. I have been guilty of changing who I am. I had a boyfriend in college. Oh, God, I had my first boyfriend in high school. I literally wore hemp maxi skirts for, okay? He liked to listen to the String Cheese Incident, which I still to this day couldn't tell you one of their songs, but I pretended to just so that he would like me. And I can't blame that boyfriend. I have myself to blame, but a lot of times we kind of like change who we are to fit the mold of what we think somebody wants us to be. But honey, it ain't right. You need to be exactly who you are and find somebody who loves you for you. And are you listening to this podcast? Hello, my wife is doing this podcast with me. She clearly accepts me for me. We are obsessed with each other and we are obsessed with exactly who each other is. Like my favorite things about her are the weird things. And honestly, I think that that's the real secret to a long lasting relationship. Real love, that's real love, baby. And that's what true connection and compatibility are all about. Being seen, being heard, and being understood. And that's why more people are turning to eHarmony. When you match based on personality, you're already one step ahead when it comes to getting to know one another. So try eHarmony and get started today for free. eHarmony, get who gets you. And now back to the podcast. By the way, if we ever get divorced, this podcast is going to get you 50% of everything I've worked for. (laughs) Oh my God, it's so true. We didn't sign a prenup, so it doesn't fucking matter. But No, no. the thing with you, it's like everything just gets done. You've been treading water. Yes. Every post that is due barely gets posted. Every cameo is by the, by the skin <laughs> of your teeth. <laughs> the it's like counting down 10 seconds the next day, and you're like, hey, happy birthday. I love you. Hey, go I, I do great cameos. I do great when I do them. <laughs> if I haven't missed but them. But they're free and half to, the time. And to, and to anyone any, and who gets a cameo. anybody whose cameo I've missed, I apologize. You got it for and free. I, you got it for free because <laughs> I always, when I miss them, I give them for free because I feel so bad. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to change that. So we're going to change that, yes. And I feel like we, I've done... I've done well. I've done okay on my own, right? I've been keeping my head above water, but this brand and everything we do could be so much more. So much more. I think it will be good. I want, I just love you so much. That's all I care about. You start itching your hands when you get nervous. Oh my God, I'm itching my hands. (laughs) And you bite your bottom lip when you're nervous. Little itchy hands over here. I know, the itchiest hands in all the world. We need therapy. Anyway, yeah, it's been a minute. We have to like get back in. So anyway, switching gears. I want to talk about the last fight that we got into. Okay, I don't know what it was. Um, where I, not ironically, I genuinely, not ironically, but it was not lost to me how ridiculous this was. We were in California. We were in Stassi's house. We were leaving for the airport. Oh, right, right, right. And I screamed, and I quote, it's my fucking birthday. I almost laughed. Right <laughs> of Stassi. I almost laughed, but there was no escaping you that By day because I had to fly with you all day. So I was like, if I laugh, it's going to make it yeah, worse. Yeah, welcome first class, bitch. <laughs> Business. <laughs> so, um, and Stassi didn't even laugh when I said it's my fucking birthday. And I didn't say it's my fucking birthday. I can't believe funny. she didn't laugh either. I cannot believe she didn't she laugh. She did take my side, though. She did not take your side. She, I told her, she and said I quote. She thought she were being ridiculous. You know, what kind of a best friend does that? <laughs> she basically said the punishment right now 
towards me doesn't fit the crime. What punishment? My feelings? You yelling at me. Oh, whatever. And then Some you were like, you go like this, you put your hand up the door, you go, stay out of it. <laughs> Wait, you have to describe the motion. Just like a... A pushback. Like a slow, stiff arm, stiff arm swoop. Straight right towards her without looking at her. <laughs> stay out of it. <laughs> And I was like, ooh, and I thought she would like leave and she just sat and watched us. <laughs> I think it's resolved, but you know what? Just because something's resolved doesn't mean that I can't get right back into the anger. Mm-hmm. My wife is obsessed with sports and it's really starting to wear on me. I think this football season, it did me in. I don't really know why, and I'm sorry for you. It got cut short, but honestly, I think that silver lining, you know, sorry, I'm like even scared to say this. If you guys don't know, then... Taylor Dawn, he was an, she's an Eagles fan. So you don't co-sign happy wife, happy life. You disagree you, with that? You don't co-sign happy wife, happy, happy life. <laughs> it doesn't make you as unhappy as it makes me happy. First of all, just this weekend was the first time in a year I've watched The Real Housewives of Anywhere on a real television. Okay? <laughs> That's true. Literally. Oh, where was I? It looked so different. You were watching it with us, and we'll get to that with Chris and Zen. Oh, at night? Yeah, it was like three o'clock in the morning. Oh, I don't remember. Oh, amazing. No, no, no. I, you know, I, I. It was only the happiest moment of my life. (laughs) (laughs) And you don't remember. Chris and Zenny bullied you. They made you watch Real Houses of Salt Lake City, the last episode of the season. No, I know. I remember watching it, but not the reunion, the last episode. (sighs) (sighs) Which, yeah, and and how left out did you feel when we were with Chris and Zen, and literally we were like telling jokes and lol, lol, LOLing, and you had no idea what we were saying. As a browned out person at three o'clock in the morning, I did not feel left out. I support you with your sports so much. Give me credit, please. You let me watch an absurd amount of sports. I'm blinking now. First of all, I'm switching my hands now. I'm blinking. Look what you do to me. We have three TVs in this house. You can watch Housewives on another TV. First of all, the remote doesn't work upstairs, and you fucking know that. I just put batteries in it yesterday. Second of all, the other TV is down here unplugged, and and we actually have four. And the fourth one is upstairs, and I'm not going to go sit in the shipping container where I work with with the deflated hot tub to watch... And it gets horrible reception of, for whatever reason, Peacock up there. (laughs) You're scary. You're scary. Oh, stop it. (laughs) So. Now I'm biting my nails. You you stop. stop it. No, stop. What's the fight? The sports are a lot. I have never dated anybody, anybody, anybody that has loved sports more than you. And I dated a bunch of men, okay? That is crazy. Never a million years. That sounds like a sexist statement. (laughs) (laughs) Women can't like sports. Taylor Shucker's a sexist. Tell everyone. (laughs) So what's your favorite Eagles play called? The Tush Push. (gasps) I love the Tush Push. And what's another name for it? The The Brother Humper. (laughs) The, the brotherly shove. The brotherly shove. That's right. It's also called a gay man orgy. <laughs> Somebody DM'd me something. It was like a breakdown of, of, of like going to sporting events and how much it costs to go to each one. You're going to die. Hold on. So somebody sent me average cost per family to attend an NFL game. Okay. What do you think the least expensive team is to go see? The Falcons. The Falcons, yes. Um, what's the most expensive? Chiefs, 49ers, Eagles. No. Not the Giants. They stink. Um, oh, subtle. Ooh, sports shame. Wait, let me think. Patriots. Nope. Uh, north or south or east or west? West. West? I think. I don't know where they are anymore. 
Not the Raiders, the Seahawks. The Raiders? Raiders? Well, they're in Vegas. <clears throat> the Raiders are the most expensive. Wow. Number two. Eagles? Is the fucking Eagles, bitch. <laughs> the cheapest for a family of four <clears throat> is... 293. That's a Falcons, okay? So this is what it is. Average cost per family to attend an NFL game. This is just for tickets, right? Four, four, no. Four cheapest tickets, parking, mm-hmm. four hot dogs, two beers, and two sodas. Can I guess for the Eagles? Uh, well, it's only the Raiders, but like it's, oh. it's very, very, it's like right there. So they're naked. It's the same. Like $1,200. $1,381. Yeah. And that's low. Lit, yeah, because we get beers. If you if you sit have decent tickets and including tax and all that, it's absurd. Out of control, Mm -hmm. okay, out of control expense. I know it is. Michelin star restaurant expensive. I I said to you, I can't imagine being a fan of a team that sucks and paying for tickets all the time. Well, guess what? When we went, they fucking lost to the Jets. And I remember saying like. When you go to a concert, it might be expensive, but you're like, I'm going to walk away, like literally walk. It feels like I'm walking on sunshine. You're going to walk literally. away so fucking happy. Or like a Broadway show, something like anything. Like you th- like you walk away, like 50% chance you're going to walk away fucking uh, devastated and abused by the fucking drunk bitch kid next to you, okay? My obs- and getting harassed the whole way out of the goddamn stadium. I know. Definitely on the Taylor Trucker show, we talked about how you wanted to go to a New Year's Eve game this year. Right. And I dug my heels in and said, like, no, I love your family. Mm-hmm. I love you. I love the Eagles. It's not happening. Mm-hmm. New, Year's, New Year's Eve to me is, like, sanctimonious. Like, we stay here. We get stone crab. Shout out to Rusty Bellies. Every year we get uh, Rusty Bellies stone crab claws. They are chef's kiss, the best in the world. Love them. That's our tradition, and we do caviar. And also, I like to kick off the new year, like, in my bed, in the next morning, I get a lot of anxiety at the end of a vacation. So I just like, I, know. I don't want to be traveling. So that was sacrifice number one that I made. Oh, Continue. Sacrifice Continue. number one? Okay. Okay. Yeah, let's spend $5,000 for the year going to Eagles games. Insane. So then you said to me after that, you said, so your brother and sister-in-law live in Philly and then the rest of your siblings live here. So you were saying, we're talking, I'm talking with my family about going to Philly to go to a 76ers game. Um, would you be cool with that? And I said, absolutely. First of all, it's cheaper. <laughs> Period. End of story. Mm-hmm. Second of all, it's indoors. I'm not going to freeze my titties off. <laughs> and then third of all, like, yeah, like winter's winter. Like whatever. Like who cares? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, we'll go like sometime randomly in January, sometime randomly in February, sometime randomly in March. Who cares? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm down. Philly is close. I'm down. We could see your parents. It's all good. It's all kosher, baby. So I agreed, right? Theoretically. So we are um, in California. We are in LA. That's right. You're my manager now. We're having a grand old time with our besties. Yeah. And uh, we're about to leave and fly business class back like la-di-da. And so Tay's family has decided to go to a game, a sixth game. They finally picked a date that works for like, I get it. Your brother and your sister-in-law are doctors. That's right. Our brother-in-law, Ben, travels a fuck ton for work. I get it. Everybody's busy. We got the kids. I understand it. I'm not mad at anybody for picking this date. Not at all. But I'm mad at you for thinking that you could push it. And what was the date? So Tay says, my family's going to the 76ers game on February 25th. Correct. Which is the weekend of my fucking birthday weekend. Your birthday is when? February 22nd, which is a Thursday. That doesn't count as, you get a birthday weekend, bitch. You, to serve memory, 
got two because your birthday is on November 2nd. So you got the weekend before we went and stayed at Ash and Ben's and went out to dinner. Then you were like, well, it's Halloween. I want to go back there and be with the boys. I said, whatever, bitch, you get a birthday week. I don't care. And then that weekend, we did a bunch of stuff with all, with all of your friends for your birthday. You got two birthday weekends and a week in between. Did you not? Fact. Fa- thank you. Fact. You get to split it up into bits and pieces. So you can say, I want like that the weekend before I want to do this for my birthday on my actual birthday. I want to do something on my birthday the weekend after I have friends like I understand like we we don't have like an enormous group of like friends that are all interconnected. We have lots of little different pockets. You can't have a birthday month as far as I'm concerned. Okay. Okay. Because on my birthday need I remind you of my best friend's number one quote and she the bitch was not wrong. It's my fucking birthday. So you said to me. What do you want to do for your birthday? I said, I honestly don't know. I kind of want to go away. I really, really, really want to go to Florida. I'm obsessed with Florida. I like always expensive that weekend. It's my fucking birthday. Honey, you're a 40. You're going to be a 41 year old woman. That's a hate crime right there. That's no, that's mean. Don't say that. That's you. You don't get to tell me how old I am. Three days after your birthday, you're going to be 41 years old and we can't have other plans on your birthday. I don't want to go to a sporting event on my birthday. It's not on your birthday. It's three days after your birthday. You see, she's still doing it. You guys see, she's still doing it. If you're going to push me for yes or no, the answer is no. Because I don't know what I want to do for my birthday yet, but isn't that the point of your birthday? You do what you want to do on your fucking birthday. So I was like, I don't think that I should have to rush my decision for my birthday because of a 76ers game. A sporting event! I know, but when you're going with a group, you have to buy tickets together. I get it. And I love, I love your family. I love our family. They're my family. I love them so much, but this is the one. But it's my fucking birthday, okay? So on my fucking birthday, with my birthday crown, I'm going to say, no, I do not want to go to a sporting event on my fucking birthday. And that is where, so I said to you, if it's a last minute decision and we happen to have nothing planned, I said, maybe we can like last minute go. But you know what? You're right. You do have to decide with the group if you're going to take this or not. So, you know, my answer is no. Want to know why? Because it's my fucking birthday and I don't have to. It should be for me. And sporting event is not for me. Like, and I said to you, this is like if we went to BravoCon for your fucking birthday. I would have fun. I would oh, make the best of it. You would be like, and if we went to the Sixers, over, you'd have fun. Of course, I'll have fun. No. Exactly. Oh, <gasps> exactly. But not on my fucking birthday. Any other weekend, I will go. And also, FYI, the weekend before my birthday is Presence Day weekend. And you want to know my whole life what I had to deal with for my birthday? Sorry, I can't come to your birthday and be out of town skiing <laughs> with my family. Oh, I'm sorry. We're skiing. We're skiing. We're skiing. You don't ski. Fuck off. I do ski. My wife can't ski. And now I don't even get to have that joy in my life anymore. You know what I want to do? I want to go to Aspen and go skiing for my fucking birthday. I hate skiing. Oh, well then whatever you want, queen. Not that I hate skiing. I'm bad at it because I have a high center of gravity. And I respect it. You know what I mean? How about on your birthday we go skiing? (laughs) Does it make sense? So what do you want to do for your birthday? I don't know, but guess what? That's the point of my birthday. I don't have to fucking know. You're not going to plan anything. I know it. It doesn't matter. It's my fucking birthday. If I want to sit on this couch and poop my pants, I can do that. <laughs> Our neighbors are going to text me soon and be like, what the fuck? So I, I, that's what I want. I want to sit on this couch and poop my pants and have you clean up for my birthday. <laughs> surprise, surprise. <laughs> I don't want to do that. <laughs> well, adoption. <laughs> Unintended. So we're... That's so not we're even funny. 
Don't even do it. But baby yeah. going. But we're not going. No, it's a hundred percent no. I've just decided now on this podcast is a hundred percent no. A hundred percent down. Cause you keep pushing it. If you're a good girl and you were just like, fine, it is your birthday. And then we You're the one who made us talk about it on this podcast, not me. <laughs> so this doesn't count. I haven't brought it up since California. This doesn't count. You're right. No, 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 no. I'm no, I didn't mean this. No, this podcast is my fault. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm just saying you did bring it up a couple times. Not since California. California was the second time you were bringing it up. And I said I yeah, cannot believe you keep bring this up. I'm done. It gives me like two full months to not bring it up. <laughs> don't bring it up in february how about like february 21st it's a no, no. It's not february 24th okay it's a no it's a no no no, no. chris burns what what no what? we you said talk- if i was good you said no. If i was good no no no, no. For, forget it scratch it erase erase <laughs> taylor you don't even have to buy me a gift for my birthday i already did well return it because what i want is what is it <laughs> i'm not telling you i got it a long time ago return it because what i want is me to, to clean not, up the poop in your pants? I want you. I, I want to not feel guilty on my birthday weekend that we're not at the game because I'm going to feel. Because this is the other thing about me too. As selfish and bitchy and narcissistic as I am, I actually am full of guilt. And even if no one's guilty me, I already feel guilty. You're already tortured. So I'm tortured. So I need you to unburden and untorture me and say, "Honey, you're right." Since when our birthday weeks like a thing? Sound off in the comments, people. Sound off in birthday the comments. Birthday weeks we were adults. We, no, the only way this we're will get adults. the only way this will get resolved is if you guys literally sound off in the comments and like shame her when we have a kid when we have a kid you don't get a birthday week exactly which is why this is so important to me because we're about to have a child and ruin our lives let me have my last birthday they're gaslighting me gaslighting gaslighter gaslighting gaslighter on my fucking birthday i want to gouge my eyes out with forks anyway anywho so that's just a little glimpse into our lives that sounds resolved it is. It's my fucking birthday. Okay. What do I want to do? I want to go to that island I told you about, but you don't like small planes. Oh, sue me. Okay. So anyway, I don't know. We'll probably, I don't know what I want to do. Literally last I said to you, let's plan something for my birthday. And you were like, mm. so I see what you're doing. You're trying to just ignore my birthday wishes. So you can just like paint me into a corner. Where I have to go to the 76ers game. That's what you're doing? We can go away for your birthday. But I want, well, now I I wanted to go away for my birthday, but now we must go away for my birthday because now we, we, I I must physically remove us from the threat. I swear to God. It's you are, your addiction to sports is actually going to become a serious problem in our relationship. And you're going to, we're going to have a baby. There's worse things to be addicted to. I'm not addicted to drugs. I actually don't know. I'm not addicted to gambling. I would take drugs over this. Would you take gambling over this? Drugs are fucking fun. No, I would not take gambling. It's not even funny. That's my biggest fear. I'm not addicted to cheating. I'm not addicted to. Oh, you want a gold star for not being addicted to cheating? You know, it could be worse, honey. So it's, uh, honey, it's always a pleasure. Is this over? Yeah. Oh, thank you for joining me. I do appreciate you. And I love you very much. Of course. Love you. Of course. And you guys, that is it for us this week. I hope you guys have a great rest of your week. Uh, please, please, more so than ever, make sure to sound off in the comment section. I need to know. It's not really a comment section. I guess it is. It's where people like ultimately leave reviews. But if you want to engage with this podcast, I highly recommend. I think we talk about sports every single time I'm on. Do you feel like that defines me? Yes. I'll take that as a compliment. (laughs) So sound off in the comment section. And also don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. It means the world to us. And um, yeah, that's it for us. Follow Taylor at Taylor Donahue to see all her sport content. And at those Philly sisters as well. Oh, good God. (laughs) 
It is a cute account. It's you and your sisters that run it, and you guys are psycho Philly sports fans. You're also all gorgeous and adorable and phenomenal, so go follow it. Say it again, at those Philly sisters. Correct. It's a great handle. So anyway, uh, that is it for us. Have a great rest of your week. Until next week, bye, girl, bye. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.